podcast number two, just like that. I, uh, I told myself, like, don't, don't spend the whole podcast talking about how awesome this Anchor app is. But I'm telling you guys, it, it's so flipping easy. It walks you right through what to do. You pick, you pick the songs, you, you know, it distributes stuff. And I'm going to tell you this. It it put my first podcast on Spotify. It's put it on there for me. And I have, I paid $20 to DistroKid, I think it was called, to get my first ever, um, my first motivational talk I ever did. The only one I've ever done was April of last year. And I had Phil over at Diamond House International come in and record it for me and give me the DVD and also the audio recording. So I I got it uploaded. I paid $20, like I said, to get it uploaded to Spotify. And it uploaded to Spotify, but it has this... Every five seconds, it says says something like Avius Media. Like a demo. I don't understand it. Bottom line is I was disappointed with that, and I paid money. Whereas this Anchor app uploaded it to Spotify and does it to a bunch of other social media platforms um and it's free and i'm like this is amazing the sound quality is good typically when i started doing and i've just started to do these in the past couple weeks of these podcasts um i use this thing it's called a focus right it's like a little board that i plug my mics into and then i have to like adjust the sound like a mixing board almost not with this thing I'm just sitting here holding, I'm sitting at my little desk holding this phone. It's like I'm on a phone call, which brings me to my point of this podcast is I realize that, like, let's say you're missing somebody. You want to talk to somebody. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to physically talk about stuff or vent or whatever it is. My realization was that this, if you don't have anyone to talk to, this takes the place of, or well, at least help. I don't know if it takes the place of. It kind of meets that need of feeling like you're being heard or or talking to somebody. It's kind of like it's your new friend in a way. It's true. Like, I look forward to being able to just put this out there and then check to see, like, wow, this really does get out and get heard by people. And think about this. This is when people, what pe- the feedback I've gotten from people is uh, like, yeah, that's cool. You do that. But I don't know what I would talk about. You can talk about whatever you want. You can, let's say you're in the NASCAR. You could label it NASCAR and then just talk. It doesn't have to be on this whole subject of NASCAR forever. Um, but if that's what you're into, then it's cool. Talk about NASCARs. You know, it doesn't, my point is you don't have to have it scripted. I obviously am not, none of this is scripted. And that what I found out about myself from doing, um, doing a motivational talk where I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get up on stage. Even though I've been on stage my whole life playing in bands. I was nervous because I'm like, what am I, am I going to script things out? And I realized that that is not my personality, dude. I do not do well with going off something scripted. And who's going to write something that long? Imagine if everything I had said up to this point was scripted. Ah, that'd be a lot of work. And that's really why I like this Anchor app is because it's let the least amount of work possible. Then you can focus on the content. And as you're going to hear his name a lot, Gary Vaynerchuk, 
says, really what it's about is when you're trying to get a platform, it's about content and distribution. This is the content. I didn't, I had a vague idea of what I was going to start with, with this podcast. And, you know, once you get going, you it's just a free form of thoughts. And I tell people too, you will get listeners. Uh, my first podcast, I just checked an hour ago, had 10 10 plays. I'm excited about 10 plays. We all start at the bottom, dude. Um, I talked to my buddy slash bandmate, Brian, and he's like, ah, yeah, but who's going to, who's going to listen? Like we all start with zero subscribers, man. And plus I get to work out the nuances without a huge audience, right? So my friend slash coworker, Roberta has a podcast about inner peace that she's been talking about for a while. And now, you know, through my excitement and encouragement, I help push her to, to do a podcast like this. And she's got a trailer uh, for it. It's look for it. It's inner peace. Um, I, I'll promote the shit out of your podcast on my podcast because I want I also want you to talk about mine. Point is, get stuff out there. If nothing else, I'm not saying you're going to make a bunch of money off it. Who knows? But what if you did? What if you tapped into a nerve? You know? Um, I'm so uh, so about getting content out and not I this is why I love Gary V so much is he's talking about document don't create this is me documenting the, the process the creation part the creative part is really being handled by anchor they're doing it right and let's give a shout out to somebody else who does it right and I think I'm gonna do a whole podcast on this Robin Hood app um Robinhood money app. Basically, if you ever if you want to get started trading in the stock market, Robinhood is the way to go. I've got I I'll tell you, I don't I'm not shy, but I've got $350 invested in the stock market. It's not much, but I didn't put $350 in. That's my point. I've invested maybe I don't know, 250 and made 100 bucks. You know, I'm just getting started with that. So I mean, that's nothing and people who are really into the stock market are like, yeah, that's not even a drop in the bucket. But guess what? I don't run in those circles. And neither do the people listening to this probably. Which is my point is like, you start with what you have, where you are with what you have. You can start the Robinhood app with, they give you, a, they for signing up, they give you a $5 free app or free uh, stock market thing. So it's like you... It's like a surprise. It, this thing is this like a one, two, three. Um, how am I trying to explain this? My fingers twirling around in a circle. It's like you're like pick a box, and then I picked a box, and then all of a sudden I've got five dollars worth of ADT stock, and I'm I'm invested right off the bat, and that's how you do it because it's so intimidating and overwhelming to get into the stock market when you're not a stockbroker or somebody who knows how to day trade or do any of this stuff. You just are like, can I even do this? This seems kind of cool. So they get they make it easy, and that's the point. This Anchor app makes it so easy. So you guys, I I want there to be 10 more Robertas out there making their own podcasts. I can't wait to listen to podcasts from people I know. Like I said, there's it's for me, it's not about finding subjects to talk about. It's which ones do I pick? Relationships, band stuff. I mean the those two uh, right there are, are a plethora of content. I have the reason I have a, 
a lot, I want to say, on relationships, but I feel like I'm not really in the place right now to to really get down to the nitty-gritty, but it's coming. The relationships podcasts are coming. Oh, my God. I'll be talking to girls, like, having them as guests. And it's not just going to be about sex, but that'll be in there. <laughs> but it's, you know, the whole falling in love and how when you're totally in love with somebody... They have power over you, and it kind of sucks, and it's scary, which is why people have big walls built up, you know? And then the band relationships, I mean, they are they can be just as messy as any other relationships. <laughs> when, I, when people leave my band, it, it feels like a breakup, for instance. That's, that's the way it is. All right, this one, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, mainly because i got to go pee. See, look at Look what I'm talking about right now. This is just... Just get it going, man. It's like I said in my book, Get the F Going. Of course, I have to say it every time I talk about getting it going. But for real, you guys can do this. This podcast, I'm at nine minutes right now. You listen to it, and I can probably go for an hour. I don't know how if there's a time limit on this, but when I get Brian in here, I get guests in here. It's so easy. It's so fun. And it's therapeutic even. So do this with me. Get get going on a, on a on a podcast people will listen like i said we all start with zero subscribers you got to start somewhere and it's it's like i said it's fun i think it's something you'll enjoy talk to you guys later thank you for listening and get uh get familiar with the an, an anchor app maybe oh my god i gotta pee i'll talk to you later Friday, July 31st, year of our Lord 2020. And uh, for many reasons, 2020 has been a rough year for everyone, of course. Which is why it is so ironic that for me personally, 2020 is kind of kicking ass. I, I mean, I almost, I almost feel bad saying it. But... I kind of alluded to it on some other content I did where when things go so well, you almost don't even know how to handle it. I'm As I'm recording this, I'm driving. It's a beautiful, perfect, sunny day. I'm driving for work, you know, getting paid to drive and record a podcast because, once again, the Anchor app, I'm not affiliated with him at all but oh my god it's so easy so I've noticed I was going to do a podcast last night and I started getting a little analysis paralysis which happens to the best of us because I can talk too much then I still was like well I don't want to ramble ramble I want to have purpose with what I'm saying so here's point number one don't ever think that you will remember a talking point or like an idea you have I've noticed this, by the way this one's going to be band related podcast I've noticed this with myself and but mainly guitarists because they have to deal with key changes, chords blah 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 and uh, like when we're playing Living on a Prayer when it goes to the A, we're dropped to half step this is I, I don't know exactly what that means, by the way, as a drummer. I just know the guitarists need to know that. And I would always, a little part of me would go, oh my God, please remember the key change right here. Um, 
so we'd run it again and again and again. And there'd be times when they'd be like, no, dude, you're, you're not, when you go, when you do whatever in a song, you have to hit, that's a C sharp right there. And they're like, okay, I've got it. I'm like, do they though? Cause they think in the moment they're like, no, I do I'm going to remember. And I just did this to myself and I know better. I know better. I did it to myself. I had such a good idea for something I wanted to speak on with the podcast. I was like, oh my God, that is so good. I'm not going to forget that. I forgot it. Of course I forgot it. I didn't write it down. So today I uh, videotape myself with the ideas. And even just, I was just talking to somebody else about this. He does the same thing. Writing it down, the act of writing it down actually helps you remember it anyway. You know, it's kind of like your your brain goes, oh, okay, this is a for real thing now. We have to pay attention here, brain. Um, so I was thinking about how good things are going and how, like, happy I am and how I have to, like, learn to deal with being happy, which sounds kind of crazy. But think about this. I never used to understand why in wedding vows, I'm talking, like, as a kid out here, you take so-and-so to the good times and the bad. I'm like, well, no shit, the good times, dude. But I realize that, like, good times can cause a different kind of stress. I don't know if this is an actual word, but I think it is called U-stress, E-U, U-stress. And I was like, I mean, it's a much better stress to have, but it's still kind of a stress, and you have to be in the right mindset to accept good things. And now that I think about it, to be honest, it's not that crazy. Think about people who you know, and I'm, I might be one of them, who you know have trouble accepting being loved. And then it makes me think, see, this is why podcasts are awesome. You're turned on, you're thinking, your brain's kicking in. Think about that line in Desperado, you better let somebody love you. Dude, I almost get emotional talking about that. Oh my God. If I was really involved, I'd play Desperado behind me. I'm not going to be doing that. That's like a lot of work. (laughs) But yeah, things are going, things are going well. I've got a job right now that I I just got promoted to, to marketing and man, I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like I'm bragging or, (laughs) you know, it comes with the a pay bump and I'm doing videos, I'm doing marketing, which I do, you know that how they say like if you, if you didn't get paid for your job, would you still do your job? The answer in this is kind of a yes because I've been doing videos for years. That has paid off because I'm able to whip out videos a lot quicker than I used to. You know, Windows Movie Maker. God bless Windows Movie Maker. Just like, like I say, God bless the Anchor app. God bless YouTube. I had to pay a little bit for YouTube. And I'm still, I have a, I feel like I've got maybe, I don't know, 40 to 60% down of maybe half, maybe 60% of YouTube down. But there's so much on there as far as editing that I can do. That I don't even know. Adobe. I paid for the Adobe uh, Photoshop, Adobe Audition, because I was already paying for the Adobe Lightroom. It was only an extra $10 a month, and I'm telling you, I need to... It it motivates me. Having this job 
motivates me even more to become even more proficient. And I don't even like saying even more proficient. I'm not exactly proficient, but I can I can whip out some pretty good videos right now with my skill level right now, and that's paid off to get this job. I I love it. I love it. And it started started me thinking about like okay, because I always. I could. I was used to joke that I have a. I could always be hired as an over analyst, right? So I started thinking about bands. I'm in three bands currently. If you don't know me, then you. This will be new. If you do know me, you're just fast forward for the next five minutes. I'm just kidding. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak on each band specifically. Okay, we'll start with the Super Suits. Super Suits is the '50s, '60s band. I'm not the leader of the band. I'm just the drummer, which is what I like, um, I'm kind of, I mean, I have input, it's not, in all of my bands, I have input, but, um, I don't have to worry about the marketing, the website, booking the gigs, really, I mean, I help with that stuff, but I'm not the final say, and that's kind of a relaxing thing, you know, I get to just play the, play the drums. The other band I'm in, Chad Borgen and the Collective, and I gotta say, Chad Borgen, oh man, that he's a whole show unto himself. This guy, <laughs> I was doing. Chad and I have a history. I've known him, played with him for geez, ten years already, and I always knew he was a good singer, um, good guitarist. But when I, it wasn't until I started playing with Chad as a in the collective. That's his band. When I say it's his band, I'm saying like. We give him the power. He calls the shots, man. And again, I'm just a drummer. I don't even have a microphone. And Chad Borgen and the Collective, because guess what? I don't need it. He doesn't need it. He's he's a front man. He handles. I have my workload in the Collective is a lot less because you know he's got it on lockdown. That guy. He blows everyone away who watches him. They're like, oh my god, he should be on The Voice. I've heard. Um, I tell everyone, like, Chad's the real deal, you know, and I realize it's probably braggadocious because I'm in the band, but I don't care, dude. You can appreciate talent. I used to say the same thing about other singers I've been in bands with. Kristen, who was a singer for Night Streamer for years, amazing voice. You know, she's not even playing with me anymore. It doesn't matter. Tim Ryan, 906, amazing voice. So I just call him as I see him. It just so happens that I'm in... I get to be in the collective. And when I start feeling bad about myself, this is how important it is to me and how happy I am and how much respect I give Chad. When I start questioning my plane, I'll be like, dude, come on, you're playing the same shit over and over. I'm talking about my own personal plane as far as fills or if I mess something up or whatever. I remind myself like, dude, Chad picked you. Now, I don't know if, if I was Chad's first choice and I just... Was so ex- happened to be like, of course I'm going to be excited to say, hell yeah. I don't even want to know if I, if I was like choice number four after the other three said, dude, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. I don't think that's the case. But it, the point is, I have to remind myself, like Chad handpicked you. He's as good as he is and he picked you. And that helps me, helps me remind myself that I'm good enough to be in the collective, you know. <laughs> and And the nice thing I tell people, iron sharpens iron. I I want to do better. I want I want to do better as a player to keep up with Chad and 
and Mary, who just locked down bassist. <laughs> we'll play a show, and we all make mistakes here and there, but Mary will say, oh, my God, I was messing up so bad on this and that, and I'm like, I, I didn't even notice. And it's not that I'm not paying attention. I just think she's so hard on herself that if she comes in a second late or whatever, she's like, oh, shit. In her own mind, she doesn't talk about it that much, but, you know... It's funny because she's so hard on herself. And I've, I've noticed that, that the people who are talented and just have that natural gift and are good are harder on, them, on themselves than people who suck and think they're awesome. <laughs> just an observation of mine. So, now with now here's the thing. You may think, like, as happy as I am to be in, in Super Suits and especially be in the collective because we play out more and... Um, you know, Chad's a wild man. He's known as the wild man. Gets out and jumps on uh, bar tops. And like I said, I don't need a microphone. I don't have to work the crowd. I don't have to do nothing because he's got that stuff on lockdown. I get to focus on just being a drummer. I help with the lights. I help supplement some of the sound sometimes. And that makes me feel good. But I still have Night Screamer. Now, the difference, and this is a big deal. This comes down to if you're not if you weren't listening to the other stuff listen to this the reason Night Screamer is so important to me is because I don't really have to answer to anybody this is my vision and I think when you think about starting your own business whether it's being a stylist a mechanic a ballet dancer like I said, a race car driver, whatever it is, an online entrepreneur, one of the big attractions is that you are calling the shots and you invest in yourself. All this good energy you have, whether you believe it or not, even the, the dumbest and slowest among us are have an amazing computer be, between their ears. So imagine if you took all your good stuff, all your good energies, all your good ideas... And, and you invested in yourself. You double down on your own talents. You know, Gary V, who I'm going to quote to death, because you guys should all be listening to Gary V. Because the guy keeps it real, swears a shit ton, just because that's his personality, which I relate to. He's all about, don't... He's like, screw working on your weaknesses, triple down on your strengths. And that kind of goes against a little bit of conventional wisdom. But I agree with it. I'm like, not saying you shouldn't ever work on your weaknesses, but really focus on what you're good at. And if you're, I'm telling people, that I realize this, I'm telling people to get a podcast, like, because it's so effing easy, you're just talking. However, hear me, if this podcast, or if, if doing your own podcast causes you stress, then fuck it, it's not for you. And I, I'm reminding myself of something I've known but we have to remind ourselves no hard hard of an impact it, it makes we forget which is why I'm like don't ever trust your memory you need to write it down sometimes the thing I forgot is that happiness trumps all of it for me I have to talk I have to create I just have to doing this podcast with just holding my phone I'm holding my phone and driving and it's cathartic, man. This stuff is... For me, it's needed. For you, it might suck. And you might go, oh my God, I can't... No one's going to listen. 
just a gentle reminder on that. Three listeners are better than zero. Start where you are with what you have. And I can, I'm going to be doing a whole podcast on being making failure okay. You will fail your way to success. But getting back to the band, the, the very important thing to me is that with Night Screamer is it's mine. I mean, and I, I feel... Ah, I feel what's so I was gonna I was gonna I'm hesitant to to say things a certain way because then the people could be like, well, who the hell does he think he is? He doesn't own people, which I don't. People have to make a choice to whether or not they want to take their talents. And I tell everybody, every member, like if you come in an ice creamer, you know I will be using your talents, and it's an agreement that you're gonna kind of do it my way. And I encourage them. I encourage Brian and, and Wyatt, for instance, who can both play and sing. Um, and Jess, of course, but she's, you know, she can't play guitar. So not that she couldn't get her own thing going, but I'm saying specifically with, with uh, Brian and Wyatt, who are my lead guitarist, my bass guitarist, both of them can sing. All they would need to do is find a drummer and they would have their own band. So I'm very aware of and very appreciative of when people come into my band and they allow me to use their talents to promote Night Screamer. So, because it is, it's it's my vision as far as um, what do I want? What, what kind of show am I creating? What kind of energy do I want put out there? And that, that's like a need I have. And I think it's a need all of us have. So, getting back to the happiness factor, if doing... If you can do what you love and you can put all of your energy and eggs into that basket, then you're really not working a day in your life. I mean, this new position I have, it almost it doesn't even feel like work. I love talking to people. I love videotaping people. I love being able to like show them like this is because this is how it looks. Look how good it looks when you're done. Because when you're in the middle of it, and I'm sitting there with my with my camera, which is a nice camera. It's not chintzy. But there's no real energy. It feels stiff and like, oh my God, how's this going to look? But when I show them with the music added and the cool effects, it's like, oh my God, especially showing residents, you know, how cool it can look. I love doing that. I do that for the band. I've been doing it for years on my own because I love it. So if you can find something that you love to do and just do it. When Don't worry about the money right now. Um, and I think truly, if you really do love it, you're not going to worry about the money. You're just going to be doing it anyway, but it's a good reminder to just follow your heart and the money will follow. You do have to put some work into it. Of course. Um, you know, I think about like, how do I say it? Oh, what did I hear today? That Gary V said that it's time to get out of your mind and get out into the real world which is why I push the podcasts. So, you know, if you can make great canoes, but nobody knows about them, I guess if you don't care about it, if that makes you happy to just do them and build a canoe and put it in the shed somewhere, that's fine. But uh, that wouldn't work for me. I'd be like, oh my God, like, check out this canoe I made. This thing is amazing. So, and... Another reminder, if you're working a job you hate, 
it doesn't have to be forever. And again, I apologize to people who have heard these stories a bunch of times. When I was at Family Dollar, it I was a assistant manager at Family Dollar for a year. It sucked my will to live. That's a little dramatic, but I, I'm not a retail person. At least I was able to come in at man and management. It was hard on my self-esteem, running into old teachers. And I would tell them, like, listen, I'm just... I needed a job. There was no one else hiring. And not only that, a mere... Shit, what was it? 2017. I felt like I was... I had the plague or something. I, like, I could not find a job. I felt stupid, inadequate. And so I, as much as I rip on Family Dollar, I am so grateful that not only did they hire me, they were excited that I applied. They, they told me that and they were like... We were so happy to see you come in the door. I was like, oh my God, I almost got emotional. Because when when you have failure after failure sometimes, rejection, I should say, wasn't as much, I don't look at uh, not getting jobs necessarily as a failure, but rejection after rejection, it takes a toll, man. And, you know, thankfully I discovered this whole thing about feeding my mind positive content because, man, it makes a difference. You, your mind can be a runaway train, dude. It, you have to grab that shit and take it by the reins and be like, no, not going to allow myself to go there. Because, and this is another point I'm going to repeat over and over because we will forget. Your mind accepts what the hell ever you... You could tell your mind that this... All of reality is just... This is all fake... You can tell yourself that you are part of an experiment from aliens, that everyone around you are alien pod people, and they're just doing a study on you to see how you'd be in what they consider a natural environment. I've done this to myself as I'm driving, okay? I'm looking at a building and uh, looking at some cones along the road, and you start looking at everything with a skeptical mind. Like, I Like, I just passed a a mailbox with no driveway behind it. And I thought, well, though this is crazy. I don't know if you guys can follow me on this. But seeing that, when I'm thinking to myself, oh, these are, I'm in an alien pod person movie, whatever. I think, well, they obviously just threw that. They had an extra mailbox and they threw it right there because they didn't know what else to do with it. It's crazy. That sounds like the ramblings of a crazy person. But your mind accepts whatever, whatever you tell it. And not only that, it will start looking for evidence to prove that it's true. Your mind is like another person almost that you have to keep in line. Like, no, no, no. This is reality. Those aren't alien pod people. I mean, like I said, it's it's hard to even explain. I almost wonder, like, should I even bring that up? But it's the best example I can do. I'm working this shit out just like you are. So um, feed your mind with positivity because, like I said... Your mind will then, what? Start looking for positive things. And trust me, trust me, motherfucker. I am not somebody who's like, everything is roses and sunshine. Fuck that. I can't stand people. I To the point where, I mean, just so you know how real this is for me. I've talked about this before too, but people who say, yeah, dude, I get up at 5.30 a.m. I got to go running and I... Da, 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 and then I go church on Sunday. Nothing against church. I should be going to church. But fuck, dude, I'm waking up early on a Sunday now. 
You're waking up at fucking 5.30 to go running? Are you fucking mental? I don't go to bed till 2. I'm not doing it. And I'm not... I wish I did. I wish I were that person to wake up that early. Fuck that. So, when I tell you that the positive content helps your mind, it's not coming from some fucking out-of-touch fucking hippie new age bullshit this shit is like it it's real and it helps <laughs> you know you can't you can't argue with you can't deny the facts of um, the feelings you get when you make your mind you grab it by the back of the neck and say okay listen positivity you will look for the positive you'll remind yourself of the positive there is positive out there so, it's a process, man. Yeah, I'm, I would say, in general, I'm a fairly happy person, especially in social situations. But look at Robin Williams. The dude killed himself because he was so depressed. You never know what people are really going through. So, one of the first things I tell people getting back to the band stuff is I tell new members, I'm like, listen, I am a crabby motherfucker. Like, so, just so they're not surprised, if if and when shit starts going south or they show up unprepared to come to my stage and fuck shit up and I flip out on them, which I've done. I've kicked people off the stage and I'll call it my stage. I turn into a fucking egomaniac, but I don't give a shit. You do not come to my show and fuck shit up. You show up prepared. And if you're doing practice, practice, practice and working hard and you make a mistake, that's completely fucking different than showing up, telling me you're going to work on something and getting there and then they're like, yeah, we can do it. And then you fuck it all up. I'm, I'm ready to rip your fucking head off. Let's <laughs> see, I get fired up about that shit. And if you know me, you don't ever come to my show and get fucked up on drinking or drugs, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, not too many people I know are on drugs. Or if they are, they don't do that shit around me. Um, oh, that stuff I could speak on forever. Like, I want to do a whole band banter podcast, but I'm a, I'm a little afraid that it's just going to turn into me fucking going off just like I was, but 10 times worse, because I, that shit really irks me, and, uh, I'm like, yeah, be yourself, they say, but I don't think people want to see that part of me necessarily, so I'm trying to keep it light and positive, but that dark side is there, even Johnny Cash said, we all have a dark side wasn't talking about motherfucking Star Wars, dude. All right, 25 minutes into this. Can I tell you something else? Doing a podcast, time fucking flies when you're doing a podcast. Do it for yourself if no other reason, dude. Get to know yourself. It's it's awesome. These are awesome. I, again, I'm so grateful for all the technology in the world. The internet is fucking amazing. So... All right, thank you guys for listening. Hey, share the podcast if you want. I, I'm i a little shy right now about sharing these things because as I'm working this stuff out, but why? I'm over here preaching on content and distribution. Fucking A. I'm going to practice what I preach. I'm so glad I found this Anchor app, you guys. I can't tell you if you want to do a podcast, fucking do Anchor. They walk you through this shit. It's awesome. All right, 26 minutes. I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening.